This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. This morning, I want to talk with you on what God said I should tell you, that there are reasons for seasons. Are you here together? There are reasons for every season. And the good thing is that you do not decide which season stays longer in your life. Are we together? Because if we have to decide which season should stay permanently, some people will choose only the good season. In short, almost everybody will want when it is the best of seasons. But like every farmer, every season is important for the crops. Praise the Lord. The dry season is as important as the rainy season. Because I learned that the dry season is important to, you know, get the soil dried and ready for the harvest or for the, for the planting season. So when the first rain comes, it's a signal that it is about time to begin to plant your crops. If it rains throughout the season, you will find out that there will be poor harvest. If it is dry throughout the season, you will find out that there will be no harvest. So every season is important for the growth and the you know, production of every crop. And it is only God that determines which one stays longer. But anyone that stays longer than it is time, it will affect the harvest. Praise the Lord. So God decides the seasons. As a matter of fact, the Bible says he has put the seasons in places. And that's why Paul said, all things work together for our good. All things. The good, the bad, the ugly. If God had a choice, he would prefer to be refined in water. Are you here? If God had a choice, he would prefer to be refined in water. But of course, you know that if gold is refined in water, it will never be gold. It must go through the fire. If your cloth is dirty and you decide to wash it with, with fire, what happens? You will lose the cloth. So imagine there is gold. Gold is a person and cloth is a person. And the cloth looks at the gold going through the fire and he says, God, or why did you throw, put me into the fire? I prefer the fire than the water. Or rather, the God looked at how the, uh, the cloth is purified and made clean. And he said, look, I don't, I don't like this fire. Please put me in the water. But you find out that that is what we do all the time. You look at other people's life to determine how your own should go. But beloved, if God deals with you the way he deals with me, you will never be you. 
Because when he created them, the Bible says, he said the, it was what? Good. Before God came to the position or to the point of separating the male from the female, there was certain thing he saw that was not, you know, it was not the best. The only place God said it was not good was when it involved a man. Go and read your Bible. After creating everything, he said it was good. But the Bible said after he created man, he now came to a position, he said, it is not good that a man should be alone. And what did he say? He said, I am going to find solution to the problem. And the solution he said that he made, the Bible says, he caused a deep sleep in a man. And when the man was asleep, it was time. The Bible says he removed the ribs of a man and he created the woman. The, the man never saw a woman anywhere in the world. He has never seen a woman before in his life. But when he woke up, he said, ah, this is the bone of my blood, the face of my face. You shall be called a woman. How did he know? How did the man know that this was a woman? He has never seen a woman in his life. He just woke up from sleep. But he was able to identify that this one is different from every other one. Hallelujah. So it is important that you understand that your life has a program. Every, every engineer, every creator has a program and a plan for everything he creates. The man that created the car or that invented the car has never, will never think that one day after taking a long speed, the car will take off. It's not in the plan. Are you with me? It's never in the plan of the car to take off after, you know, taxiing for a long time. It is not part of the plan. And it's not part of the plan that the plane will continue to speed without taking off. If it happened, it has not fulfilled its purpose. So, it is intentional that at a certain period in the life of a plane, he must take off. Or else he's not fulfilling a purpose. Are we here? The engineer that, that invented it knew, you know, the picture of flying was in his mind. So if he didn't achieve it, he has, not, he has failed. Why didn't he say, well, after all, the car has never taken off. So let's, let's just continue. Even this one is faster than the car. So let's continue. At least I've achieved something. But he didn't stop there. He was willing to make sure that the purpose was accomplished. The plane must take off at a certain period. Because there are reasons for every, I mean, the seasons, every season has a reason. Every creator has a purpose, a picture of what he wants in his mind before he created. In other words, God has a purpose for your life even before you were here. He told, he said, Ezekiel, he said, he said, before, um, Jeremiah, he said, before you were even conceived in your mother's womb, I have already planned the way your life will start and end. So, whether you like the season you are today or not, beloved, you cannot do anything about it. It is not about you. 
You know, men like complaining. When the rains come, we will talk hard. Ah, ah, rain, 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 rain. Then the sun begins to shine. We'll begin to complain. The dresses, the hammer time comes, it becomes a problem. We will, we will never get satisfied as long as one waits. Your own will never be enough for you. The natural man will always look at another person's own. I remember the, the, before I even had a car, I, you know, as if I just, you know, this um, court. How many of you know the uh, court? Ha, this court. Fine, if I just have it. Court is, I think it's the smallest car in the, is it uh, Nissan or Honda? Court is Mitsubishi. It's the smallest kind of Mitsubishi product. I was ah, if I just have this court, one door, just it's okay, satisfied. Unfortunately for me, God gave me a 505 as first car. So the court disappeared in my mind. I began to look at, you know, the four wheels. Remember that my first desire was what? A court. It was okay for me. And that's what we see every time. You're praying for, you know, a, a meal and God gives you a, a, a good banquet. And you say, God, is it only food, food, food? This person is wearing good clothes. That person is wearing, riding a good car. You begin to look at the car this person is having. And you have your car, you begin to see that somebody has two. You get sick and you're in the bed. You say, God, if you just heal me, I don't want anything. Just heal me from this sickness. And he heals you. You now begin to see, ah, God, why is it that I, this, this place I'm living is? You know, you begin to complain. That is the, that the way, that's way man is designed. Never get satisfied. Hallelujah. Let's look at something in the book of Romans because we are talking about reasons, for, I mean, reasons and seasons. Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Um, verse 28, quickly. The media should please help, help us. We want to be fast. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Are we there? King James Version says, And we know that all things work together for the good, for them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, I want to read out the, the American uh, Standard Version. It says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, did you see the word causes? God causes all things. In other words, your life, there is a cause for your life. Everything you go through, there is someone pushing it. It is an intentional programmed affairs. It's not, it's not accident. When you are slow, there is a purpose. You know, I don't know if you have driven in a manual car. For those who have driven manual car, you are in a speed. There are certain speed you get to. If you mistakenly take it to a lower gear, what happens? It screams. The engine screams. No, this is not it. 
And if you are not a, an experienced driver, you must, I mean, and you don't return, it will continue to do, because this is not the time for this. Are you with me? And if you're on a, a very low speed and you put a higher gear, what happened? The, the engine, I mean, the car begins to, that's the way your life is designed. When it is supposed to be fast, if you get slow, it is, I mean, there is a complaint. And when you are supposed to be slow and, and you put it in a higher gear, you begin, that's where covetousness begins to come. You look at another person. Ah, God, why did this, uh, me, me and John finished school the same time. I, 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 I was better than him in, in the class. But beloved, it is not about how good you are or how bad you are in the class. Maybe your life, your destiny was to have a very good result. So Ikukuma continued to be a professor. I mean, you cannot compete with a trader. In, a, a professor and a trader, there is no comparison. So, but if you left your educational career and come and become a trader, of course you cannot achieve the same ro a result with somebody who God has prepared as a trader. Am I correct? Yes, you can't. If you are born to be a professor, and you made a mistake and enter and become a because you saw John is you know anytime he comes home he come I mean he had his first car at the age of twenty and he, I mean your eyes now are no trading is a thing and you enter into trading and you left your academics you will struggle all your life or I you know you have a good voice like me now you you deceive yourself that I can become a musician. And you come, you, you release the first one, and you never see your market in market again. And it dies like that. And you're not comp ah, you begin to complain. Ah, but God design is doing well. And the God, me too, I have a good voice. God say it is not your calling. Yes, I know. I gave you a good voice, but it is not meant for singing. I mean, commercial singing. Everybody's meant to born to sing, but not everybody's gone to become musicians. So it is important you know the purpose of your life. Very important. You see, God causes all things. Whatever you're going through, God causes all things. Job said, I don't mind. Even if he kills me, I know that my Redeemer is alive. He's the one that causes all things. This season will come, but it will pass. You don't have to do anything about it. It must come. Who controls the seasons of the rainy season? The meteorological department, all they can do is to forecast. Okay, it will run like this next year or tomorrow. It is a and sometimes it doesn't happen, sometimes it happens. Because there is a cause for the rain. There is one that causes it. They, sometimes they will say there will be so much dry season this year and rain will begin to fall. Because there is a cost behind the whole thing. Your life, there is a cost behind your life. No prophet can determine it. They can only, you know, prophesy. But God is the cause for that prophecy. Remember that even before the, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh of Egypt dreamt, God has seen, has seen the dream and began to gather everything together for that dream that has not come. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. 
Before Pharaoh even dreamt, David, I mean, Joseph was already being prepared for the dream that has not even been dreamt. God moved him. Look, he said, son, there's going to be a dream. It may be in the next 30 years, but I'm going to begin to move you now. And I've, I don't think there's any man who will stay together with his father one day and they suddenly say, go and do houseboy anywhere and he'll be so happy. So it was not Joseph's uh, you know, choice. So God had to curse. Remember, it is about curse. God had to curse things to begin to walk contrary to what he should be walking. And I'm sure if Joseph was the type of people like many of us, will begin to complain. God, why is this like this? What is happening? I mean, but he knew that there was a curse to his life. Just like there's a curse in the universe that causes the earth to rotate. Whether the earth likes it or not, whether, whether scientists want it or not, it continues to rotate. It's never tired. But let me tell you, if you, make a, if you construct a, a rotational thing and you put it and it's been rotating for the 500, for more 500 years, you will need to change the pulley. Am I correct? You need to change the pulley because you would have worn out by now. But the earth has been rotating. It has, you have, I mean, there have never anything that have made it to bend, talk less of a stop. He has been rotating and he continue to rotate because there is a cause. And God is the cause. So it doesn't matter whether you liked it or not. Whether the seasons is favorable or not, it continues to rotate. That's the way your life is. There is a cause to your life. It is not about you. But that, look, let me tell you, it may not seem like it now. But I want you to know that the ultimate purpose of God will be accomplished in your life. There is a cause. And Jehovah is the cause. So when you get into a certain situation like Paul, I say, I know that everything that happens to me is for the furtherance of the gospel. I may not like it, but it's moving something ahead. I may not like it, but something is happening. A change is taking place. I don't know how I feel. I may, I'm not feeling very happy. I'm not feeling very good. But I know there is something, more, something God is about to do concerning this situation. And he continues to move it. Continue to move it. If you like, do houseboat for 10 years. It doesn't stop you from God. What, from God it doesn't stop God from doing what he wants to do. Hallelujah. Amen. If you like, let it be a mechanic that you learned. If God wants you to be a, a, a dealer of cars, like Coach Harris, you will become. Hallelujah. If you like, learn how to trade spare parts. If God wants you to be ultimately become a producer, manufacturer of cars, like Innocent, he would do it. You know how you started. He will not let me down. He will not let me down. God is never weary. He will not let me fall. He will not let me fall. He will not let me fall. God is never weary. He will not let me fall. That's, you see, you can, he's not tired. There's no man that will carry you for your life complete. There's no man that will carry, no matter how much that man loves you, the time will get that you'll be tired. He'll put you down. But the only person that I trust that can carry you through is God. So whatever you're going through today, beloved, I want you to know there is a reason for that season. 
The seasons of life does not last forever. Hallelujah. Life is in faces. And men are in sizes. My face and your face are not the same. You are not my size. We may, you, we may look physically the same. But haven't you seen somebody who is physically big and emotionally very small? Little thing is crying. Have you seen a big man crying? <laughs> Meanwhile, it is the small one that everyone thought is nothing. He's the one encouraging. Don't worry, we will make it. Don't worry, you got, God will help us. I could imagine those four lepers. I'm sure they were not the same size. But there was one that said, look, it is better for us. We cannot continue to stay here. Hello, we cannot continue to stay here. Yes, we are leprous. Yes, this is not, I mean, even the, those that are complete are finding it difficult. But we cannot stay here. It is either we move forward or go backward. But if we go backward, we are so sure what is, what is behind. Beloved, never think of going back to where you're coming from. Because you already know what is there. He said, let us go forward. There may be danger. Yes, there may be danger. But how about if there was no danger? Let's just move. If it is danger, we'll face it. If it's not danger, we'll enjoy it. And the Bible said they began to move. God blessed that one that made that suggestion. And they began to move. Look, in every stage of your life, there is always a voice that God is going to send your way. He may not be saying what you understand. He may not be saying what is, you know, what is in consonance with what is happening. But listen to that voice. The Bible says, you will, on that day, you will hear a voice behind saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. And you follow it. God never does anything and, left, and leaves you alone. He will never leave you alone. Even if you look around and there is nobody, there is nothing. There is a voice, there is, a, there is an instructor that is there. Jesus said, I will never leave you alone. I am going, but I'm, I'm not going to leave you alone. He said, I'm sending the comforter to you. You see, if, it is not accidental. Beloved, did you hear me? It's, God does not do anything by chance. He's intentional in whatever he does. So whatever you're going through, I want you to know that God is intentional in everything he does. That is a purpose. Because after Jesus went, he, did, he said, I'm going, but I'm going to send you somebody. You're not going to be alone. I will not leave you to the end of the earth. In other words, even when you're going through that pain, he's not left you. I remember the, the story of this uh, footprints. You know, the, 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 the writer said, there were two footprints, and, and, and the man one day sat down and began to look at the story of his life. And he looked at the footprint. There were two. Two sets of footprints. And he got to a certain stage in graph. He found out that these two, uh, two footprints becomes one. And he looked at his life and saw that when things were okay, there were two footprints. And he now discovered that when the period that things were too difficult, that was when only one footprint was going. And suddenly, the thing came again and everything was okay again. And the two sets of footprints. And he went to God and said, God, what is this? That means when it was too difficult for me, you left me alone. And God smiled. And he said, son, this, two, this finger uh, footprint you saw here, the, the one that you saw, is, it was my footprint. You could no more walk at this time. I had to carry you. Until things became okay. 
Then I dropped you again. He cannot leave you. I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to, I want you to close your eyes and imagine that this, this one that says, I will not leave you, will not leave you. He's a dependable God. You can trust him. You can trust him anytime. It doesn't matter how it is. He said, you will go through fire. He didn't say, I will stop the fire. He said, you will go through fire, but the only thing I will guarantee you is that it will not consume you. You will come out of it. Are you going to feel the pain? Yes, sir. Will it be discouraging? Yes, sir. But the only thing I know, that after it all, after the pain, after the discouragement, after everything, you will give testimony. That's God for you. Jesus was praying for the disciples. He said, I'm not asking you to take them away from problems. Don't, I'm not saying God take them out of this world and their trouble. He said, but I'm, what I'm saying is that, Lord, even in it, they'll find comfort in you. Haven't you seen families that are going through pain, difficulties, but they look happier than the ones that have everything? You see them smile. You see that. I mean, they are, they, are, they, are, they are always cheerful. And the ones that have everything, literally, they are frowning. Ah, what's the matter? It is not about what you have. It is about who you have. And that's God. He's the only person that can fill the position. David never thought one day that his father, you know, some of us will, will begin to hold on to the past. He never thought one day that they came to look for a king and his father forgot him. I will think about it. I don't know about you. Ah, they say, gather your sons together. We're going to, God wants to bless somebody. And he left him out. And at the end, he became the king. What do you think he will do? I will show all of them first. But he never thought about it. Oh, God. Praise the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse, verse 1. Beloved, there is a reason for whatever you're going through today. God is not sleeping. God is intentional in whatever he does. Are we there? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Every purpose under the heaven. Let's look at this translation. The American Standard Version. He said, there is an appointed time for everything. And there is a time for every event under the heaven. Every event, there is a time for it. It is that it is. I mean, we went for an occasion this this weekend. Did you stay there forever? Even though we wanted to stay all night, but did you stay all night? Because there is always an ending for everything. You can't enjoy it forever. You can't suffer it forever. But you know what we what we what the mistake we make is that when it is enjoyment, we want it to last forever. But when the suffering comes, we've forgotten that there, it is also part of the thing. So we want to do the enjoyment forever. But but do you know do you know there is one there is one small thing in an animal that if you touch the remaining if all the meat, when if you're killing me for those who, who are locals like us, if you're killing the meat 
and that thing splashed on top of the meat, you've, you've spoiled the meat. It will be bitter. How many of you know it? And for those who keep chicken, you, I mean, so that is the commonest. It's there. If you bust and touch all the meat, you are in trouble. That's the end. But it is in the meat. It is fulfilling a purpose in the meat. But when it is time to eat, it is not important. It is not needed. So, beloved, your life, there are certain things in your life that is not needed for certain things. So, God will make sure he do away with them. And during the process of taking it away, it is not going to be very easy. It's not going to be sweet. It's not going to be, you know, interesting. And that's why you pass through pain. Hallelujah. Amen. God saw Jeremiah to the prison. Jer God sent Jeremiah for, for it to work, and they locked him in prison. He didn't come. He was there, still instructing him in the prison. Oh, God. He took the people of Israel to the captive land. And, you know, the prophet said, look, I mean, he's a mighty God. He cannot allow people to, to deal with you like this. No. I mean, immediately you get to the promised land, you're not going to spend 10 minutes, you come back home. And Jeremiah said, hey, see what God is telling me. He said, when you get there, build a house. Buy land, buy property, and begin to, because you're going to stay there for long. You will stay in captivity for long. And because it is not palatable to the ears of the kings and all that, he said, he said, this man is a false prophet. They took him and locked him up in prison. Now, whether you like the word or you don't like it, when it is God's purpose, it will come to pass. It's not about your, the way, whether you like it, how you feel about the prophecy, or how you feel about the word. The Bible says, forever, oh, oh, oh God, your word is what? It's settled in heaven. Now, whether it is good, whether it is He's speaking good at this season concerning you. Whether it is a palatable thing or not, it doesn't matter. It will come to pass. Before Jesus came, it was already determined what will happen to him. Hello. Before he came, everything that will happen to him was determined already, including the death on the cross. A king is coming and he's going to be born with goats. In a manger, I mean, the, the prince of the world is coming. God's only son, begotten son, is coming to earth. And they are going to, for example, can you imagine American ambassador uh, or vice president of America or the prince of America or what, you know, I know they don't have it. But the son of um, Biden comes to Nigeria and they took him to cattle ranch and put him there. That's where he's going to stay, lodge in the cattle ranch. Is it possible? Even in our dearest dream, it will not be possible. But God sent him. He said, look, I'm going to send you to this world. And you're going to be born. There won't be space for you. Because man will not give you space. That was the symbol. That they will not give you space. So you'll be born among goats. But when you're going to come out, you're going to come out and yet you're going to do wonderful things, but they will still not recognize you. They will still betray you. They will still reject you. And you will die at the age of 33. Have you heard that? How many of you, when you're coming and somebody, I mean, you get to, you are just 30, and somebody says, Look, you better do quick. In the next three years, you'll be dead. And you'll be very happy. But everything that, about him has been written, it has been concluded. You're going to last only 33 years. So, whatever you're going to do within that 33 years, go ahead and do it. Some people will say, I will enjoy my life. I will do this one, I'll do this one. But he was, he was more committed to humanity. He knew that all he was coming to do is to rebrate mankind. Even though it's not going to last. 
but he was willing to go through it and fulfill his purpose. And the Bible says he began to do his work. And when it was time, God sent Judas. And Judas came and did what he needed to do. Look, everyone that comes through your life or to, into your life has a purpose. There's a ministry. They aren't, they aren't, you know, Papa used to say, say the, the devil you see is man and the God you see is what? Is man. The devil does not have the legal tender to transact on earth. You know that? It doesn't. Even God does not, by his own creation, he decided that spirits will not have any legal tender to, to transact on earth. So, if he wants to do anything, he will use a man. If, you, if the devil wants to do anything, he must use a man. That's why you talk about people being possessed by the devil. And another person being possessed by the, by the spirit of God. Because they don't, God created it and said, this earth belongs to human beings, physical things, not spirit. That's why me, personally, I'm not afraid of ghosts. I prefer snake in the night. I mean, I'm, I fear snake in the night more than I fear ghosts. You know what? Because I know by, by knowledge, I understand that ghost has no power over my life. Because he's not, he's not qualified to be on earth. Hallelujah. We're going. Time is gone. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Quickly, please. I should be running up now. First Thessalonians 5, 18. Are we there? He said, in everything, in everything, ah, hey, hey, are you sure? In everything, for, in everything, give thanks. In everything. It didn't say for everything. In everything. When you find yourself in it, the only way out of it is giving thanks. Unfortunately, the devil is smart. When you get into it, he begins to tell you how unfaithful God is. Because if he was faithful, he wouldn't allow you to be in it. It's, a, it's like, you know, the, the analogy I started with, the gold and the cloth. Can you imagine cloth standing by the side and say, if they say they love you. If they love you, they won't put you into that fire. You see me in the water. And you begin to compare. The Bible says, in everything, whatever situation you find yourself, the solution is to do what? To begin to give thanks. Say, Lord, I thank you. I know that there is a purpose for this. I know that there is something concerning my life you want to deal with. That's why you allowed this situation to linger than this. And say, the Bible says, this is the purpose of God for you. The will of God. And as, as long as you're in the will of God, you cannot be consumed by evil. There is one of my best scriptures in the book of Peter. He said, if you follow that which is good, he said, nobody can harm you. That's one of, in short, that's what gives me confidence. Even when there are family wars, the confidence I have is that my hand is clean. You know, I'm, not, I'm not saying I am, you know, but I know that my hand, I've never thought of evil against anyone. And the Bible said, which I believe, that if you are a follower of that which is good, no one can harm you. They will try, but they cannot succeed. Beloved, I want you to know, God said I should tell you that that which you are going through now, that there is a season and it will not last forever. This season will pass and another season will come. 
whichever season you find yourself, I want you to know that even in that season, he said you should do what? He should give thanks. That's why Job said, even if he slays me, I will not deny him. James says something in the book of James, chapter three, uh, chapter 5, verse 13. He says, is anyone afflicted? Let him do what? No. James, chapter 5, quickly, 13. Is anyone, any among you afflicted? What does it say you should do? You should pray. Is any merry? What does it say? It's a sink. Affliction, go and pray. Stop complaining. You are happy. Stop being proud. Don't boast. Go and sink. Let songs be the one that tell people that something good is happening. Oh, hallelujah. Something has happened. Not, not arrogance. Not, back, not complaining when they are afflicted. Is anyone afflicted? Is things not going well? What did he say? Stay in the mood of prayer. Talk to God. Prayer means communication. Talk to the master. Every, if, any, if, 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 if you're playing, if you have a private jet and it has a problem and you go and call a, a car mechanic, what will happen? It will never take off again for your life. As a matter of fact, you will have nothing at the end. But that's what we do. Your plane has problem. You are calling a mechanic, a car mechanic to come and repair it. You have an issue. Instead of calling the master, the creator of the universe, the one that made you, the one that designed your life, you are going to a, a man that, that, don't, that is even confused of himself. And you are asking for an advice. You have not talked to God. You are going to a man. And the, spirit, the life spirit will enter the man and give you cancer. At the end, you, you, you get to, I mean, the situation becomes worse. Do you know there is a lying spirit? Even if the man is intentionally wanting to give you good cancer, a lying spirit will enter him. It happened in the, book, in the Bible. A king wanted to go, go to war. And he called all the prophets. Prophets of God. And the Bible said a lying spirit entered them. Go, you will conquer, you come back. Ah, you that's ah, no, as, as a matter of fact, as you're going, you're going to slaughter. One king said, Look, the way I am seeing this thing is it, not balanced. It's not bad. Look, if you don't have the spirit and the word of truth in you, you'll be deceived. But once there is a spirit of God and, and your and the word of truth is in you, something will tell you, God, Look, I'm very well. Look at it again, it is not balanced. And the king has guy said, look, is there no other prophet here? <laughs> because all this thing I'm hearing, <laughs> my spirit is not agreeing with it. He too could have gotten deceived. And they brought a prophet. And immediately the prophet comes and said, look, is this one? He said, this one does not have any good thing in him. You know, when it is, when it is truth, people don't like it. The world doesn't like truth. They like fake. You, you know, these days, no matter how beautiful a woman is, you like to paint. Remodel it. That's the word for you. And the, and the prophet said, look, he said, hey, this war, you won't come back. I told you he doesn't have any good thing about me. He said, lock him up. <laughs> if I don't come back, kill him. <laughs> Beloved, when God is involved, when God is involved, learn to accept his way for your life. When God is involved, I want you to be confident knowing that 
it will end in praise. No matter how, no matter what, it will always end in praise. You look back one day and say, ah, you mean I went through this? And I'm sure there are many things you've gone through that thought, you thought at that season it will consume you. But you're looking back today and say, how did it pass? But you know what? The devil will not always remind you, allow you to remember it. When a new problem comes, he wants you, want you to feel that this is the worst problem you ever experienced. But if you look at it very well, you find out that this one is not comparable to the last one. And God is saying, I should tell you that as long as you are in his way, every season that comes must pass. Hallelujah. It will come to pass. Concerning what God has spoken to you, and you will know that there is a God who sits in heaven and controls the affairs of man. And his, your life is in his hand. And no matter how long it took for Joseph to get to, uh, to Egypt, no matter the way he got to Egypt, the important thing was to get to Egypt. How you get to Egypt is not important. It is what you do in Egypt that matters. And what did he do in Egypt? He interpreted Pharaoh's dream. And at the end of it, he was able to save many lives. That is what you should be looking at. Look at the end, not the process. Beloved, look at the what? The end, not the process. The process may not be palatable. It may not be good. It may not be pleasant. But when God is involved, however you got there, when you get there, you will know that I am here. And the purpose of God will fulfill in your life. Bow down your head and talk to God. Let's talk to God. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.